Okay, our catechism for today is question 71. I'll ask the question, then let's all say the answer together. And we'll do the English two times, then the Kiswahili two times. Did our Lord Jesus Christ ever sin? No. He was holy, blameless, and undefiled. Did our Lord Jesus Christ ever sin? No. He was holy, blameless, and undefiled. Je, Bwana wetu Yesu Kristu alifanya dhambi? Hapana. Alikuwa mtakatifu asiye na awama na asiye na unajisi. Je, Bwana wetu Yesu Kristu alifanya dhambi? Hapana. Alikuwa mtakatifu asiye na awama na asiye na unajisi. Okay, very good. And as we continue this week to talk about uh, the Lord Jesus Christ being sinless, we'll uh, learn more about why that is so important. Because we have to understand that in order for God to be our, or for Jesus to be our mediator, our substitute, to pay the penalty for our sin, it was a must that he himself be without sin. If Jesus was not without sin, then none of us could have any hope whatsoever to escape the judgment and the wrath of God. Now, uh, this morning we're going to begin an exposition of the book of Galatians. So for the next several weeks as we meet, we gather together for chapel each morning, we'll be going through the book of Galatians. So we'll begin this morning and we won't finish today but we'll begin with uh, chapter 1 verses 1 through 5. So let us start there. This is the word of God. Paul, an apostle, not sent from men nor through the agency of man, but through Jesus Christ and God the Father, who raised him from the dead, and all the brethren who are with me, to the churches of Galatia, grace to you and peace from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ, who gave himself for our sins, so that he might rescue us from this present evil age, according to the will of our God and Father, to whom be the glory forevermore. Amen. Paulo mtume, katika mabano, si mtume wa wanadamu, wala kutumwa na wanadamu, bali na Yesu Kristo, na mungu baba aliemfufua kutoka kwa wafu, na ndugu wote walio pamoja nami kwa makanisa ya galatia. Neema na iwe kwenu, na amani zitokazo kwa mungu baba na kwa bwana wetu Yesu Kristo. 
ambaye alijitoa nafsi yake kwa ajili ya dhambi zetu ili atuokoe na dunia hii mbovu iliyopo sasa kama alivyopenda Mungu baba yetu utukufu una yeye milele na milele amina now this book of galatians hii kitabu ambaye ameandikwa juu ya galatia is a letter ni barua mawaraka or we call it an epistle katika Kiswahili ni waraka and such is most of the new testament of our bible kumbuka katika agano jipya ya biblia mambo mengi yameandikwa katika nafasi ya waraka and this was a letter written by the apostle paul na ni barua ambayo ilikuwa imeandikwa na mtume paulo and it is the apostle paul that has written most of our new testament kwaona ambao anasoma biblia katika agano jipya tunapata kwamba yule mwandishi ambaye ameandika vitabu vingi ni mtume paulo and this particular letter uh, that we call galatians na hii barua kwa 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 njia moja ama nyingine ambayo imeandikwa kwa wagalatia was written by the apostle paul specifically to a church that was in the region known as Galatia. Na tukumbe kukumbuke kwamba hii waraka iliandikiwa watu wa kanisa fulani kule Galatia. And though he mentions a group of co-workers. Ametaja washirika katika kanisa. In verse 2 he says and all the brethren who are with me. Na katika mstari wa pili anasema kwamba na ndugu wote walio pamoja nami. And these co-workers had a role in sending this letter. Na hao watu walikuwa na nafasi ama kazi ama jukumu juu ya kuandika hii barua. It is the apostle Paul who was the actual author of the letter. Lakini mwandishi ambaye aliandika barua yenyewe ni mtume Paulo. Now Galatia was a Roman province. Kumbuke kwamba mkoa Galatia ilikuwa mkoa katika ufalme wa Warumi. That was located in the present day area known as Turkey na inapatikana katika nchi ambayo inaitwa Uturuki. Does anyone know where the country of Turkey is located? Kuna mtu ambaye anajua mahali ambayo nchi ya Uturuki inapatikana. Does anyone know? Raise your hand if you know where is the country of Turkey that exists today? No one knows, no one studying geography except for Mwalimu Emmanuel. Okay, where is it? It's in the uh, Middle East. It's in the, a region called the Middle East. Uh, that is correct. Can uh, what continent? Can we say what continent is Turkey located? Do any of our other teachers know? <laughs> yes, Asia. Asia. Can you tell me what is unique about the country of turkey it is correct that it is in asia but is it only located in asia no emmanuel says no what other if it is no then what other continent is it located in it's close to europe it's actually part of it is located in europe so turkey is not only located in asia most of it is in asia but it is also part of it located in the continent of Europe. So that is just an interesting fact about the area that we're talking about. Now, uh, there is disagreement. We need to understand there's disagreement among scholars as to when this 
letter was written kuna mapambano ama hali ya kutoelewana kati ya wasomi kulingana na vile hii barua iliandikwa wakati upi as we look at the different books of the bible they were not all written at the same time and as we look specifically at the new testament it was not all written at the same time kumbuka hizi vitabu ambavyo vimeandikwa katika biblia hazipoandikwa katika wakati mmoja na kwa hivyo sasa hivi tukizingatia kitabu cha wagalatia tunakumbuka kwamba katika agano jipya vitabu vyote havikuandikwa katika nafasi ya siku moja ama wakati mmoja and it's important for us as students of the bible to uh, to remember that we have an advantage over those christians who lived while the bible was being written sisi ambao tulizaliwa baada ya Biblia kuandikwa tuna nafasi bora kwa sababu sisi tumeweza kusikiza na kupata ufunuo wa Mwenyezi Mungu kwa njia ambayo ni safi. And that advantage is we have all of God's revealed word to man. Kwa sababu sisi tumepata nafasi ya kupata ufunuo wote wa Mwenyezi Mungu ambao ameandikwa kwa sisi kwa ajili ya sisi binadamu. We now have the completed word of God. That is the Bible. Tumepewa pumzi ya Mwenyezi Mungu ambayo ni maandiko yote ambayo tumepata kwa njia ambayo tunaweza isoma. And we no longer live in the days where God is giving new revelation through his prophets or through his apostles or through Jesus Christ. All of that has been finished and we have it all in our Bible. Kumbuke kama mpango wa Mwenyezi Mungu ilikamilika na kwa hivyo saizi hatumii manabii ama Yesu Kristo ama mitume kupata kutupatia ujumbe wake. Saizi tunapata ujumbe wake katika maandiko matakatifu. And therefore those men and women who even today teach that they are getting new revelation from God, they are an abomination. They stand in judgment over the word of God and act as though they are getting new revelation from God when in fact they are not. Kuna wale ambao wanataja kwamba hao wana uwezo wa kutabiri na kupata ujumbe kutoka kwa Mwenyezi Mungu siku za sasa ni kwamba wanadanganya kwa sababu hao ni walimu wa bandia na ghadhabu ya Mwenyezi Mungu iko juu ya maisha yao. But there is disagreement among scholars as to when exactly the letter to the church in Galatia was written. Lakini kukumbuka kwamba kuna kuna hali ya kutoelewana kati ya wasomi kulingana na vile ambavyo hii barua iliyoandikwa katika kanisa la Galatia. It is possible that it is the earliest epistle that the apostle Paul wrote lakini kuna mawazo ama maoni ya kwamba hii ndio waraka wa kwanza ambayo mtume Paulo aliweza kuandika but there are others who believe it was written while Paul was on his third missionary journey about six years later na kuna wale ambao wanaamini kwamba ilikuwa katika nafasi ya mtume Paulo kwenda katika safari yake ya tatu kueneza injili ya Mwenyezi Mungu and the book of galatians was written in order to address some specific problems that were occurring in particular churches na hii baraka ama waraka iliandikwa kwa sababu kulikuwa na shida zilikuwa zinatokea katika kanisa fulani katika nchi ya mkoa Galatia and so it's important in order to understand this epistle na ingekuwa bora ili uweze kuelewa hii waraka that we know something about the reasons behind why The apostle Paul wrote it. Tuweze jua kujua sababu ya kwa nini mtume Paulo aliweza kuandika waraka huu. Which means we have to employ a basic Bible study methods. Na kwa hivyo lazima tutumie mbinu ya kawaida ya kusoma dini. Just like we should any time we turn to the word of God in order to study it. Na ingekuwa bora wakati wote unapata kujifundisha neno la Mwenyezi Mungu uweze kuingia katika hali ya kujua 
mambo kama historia ya barua ama kitabu ambacho unasoma so the first step we want to begin with observation na nafasi ya kwanza ni ile hali ya kuzingatia what does the bible say that is the question we need to ask biblia inasema nini what is the context mafundisho yake ni nini what what was happening at the time this text was written and how does this text fit together with the rest of God's revealed word All of these are questions that we consider as we observe the text. And we have to remember we do not sit in judgment over the word of God. So we don't read this book like we read some other books. When we read other books, oftentimes we'll read and we'll decide, do I like this book or do I not like this book? There are some of you who the whole time I've been here all I see is the back of your head. I should only see faces. I should not see the back of your head. So anyway, I was saying that when we read other books, especially works of fiction, we stand in judgment over them. We decide, do I like this or do I not like it? Wakati tunachukua kitabu kingine cha hadithi ambacho tunazungumzia mambo ya kawaida ya ulimwengu ama yasiyo ya ukweli, tuna nafasi ya kuweza kuamua kama ni kitabu kizuri ama ni kibaya. And it is not that way with the word of God. The word of God stands in judgment over us. It is not for us to decide do I like this or do I not like it? Kumbuka ya kwamba neno la Mwenyezi Mungu ama Biblia ni pumzi yake, ni maandiko matakatifu na ni ukweli juu ya Mwenyezi Mungu amejifunua kwetu sisi. Kwa hivyo hatuna nafasi ya kuhukumu kitabu hiki. And then the next step of studying the word of God is interpretation. We have to we have to ask what does the Bible mean. Nafasi ya pili ni ile hali ya kuweza kutafsiri Biblia. Biblia inamaanisha nini ama ujumbe wake ni nini? It is not for us to decide for ourselves what the word of God means, rather we receive what it is instructing us. Kumbuka kwamba neno la Mwenyezi Mungu wewezi kuelewa maana yake ni nini. Neno la Mwenyezi Mungu lenyewe linajifunua kwako wewe kupitia kazi ya Roho Mtakatifu. But we often have to do our work in order to understand what it is that the word is telling us. Lakini lazima wewe ufanye bidii na uamini na uweke imani yako ndani ya neno la Mwenyezi Mungu. And even beyond doing our work, we have to humbly seek God through prayer, asking God to help us to understand. Na zaidi ya hayo lazima tunyenyekee tukiongea maombi tukimwomba Mwenyezi Mungu atufunulie neno lake ili tuweze kumuelewa zaidi na zaidi. And then the third step is application. Na nafasi ya tatu ni matumizi. That is to determine how does this biblical truth apply to my life na hiyo hali neno ambalo unapata katika ama ujumbe ambao unapata katika biblia inahusikaje katika maisha yako ya kila siku the the bible is not simply an ancient text that was relevant 2000 or 3000 years ago 
it rather speaks to us today in a relevant way. Kumbuka maandiko matakatifu sio kitabu ambacho kiliandikwa wakati wa kale peke yake. Ni kitabu ambacho kimeandikwa na ni nafasi ya Mwenyezi Mungu na kwa hivyo ni kitabu cha milele na milele maandiko yake ni hekima ambayo inatoka kule mjumu mbinguni. It is the word of God. Kumbuka ni neno la Mwenyezi Mungu. And it is just as true today as it was when it was written. Kumbuka neno la Mwenyezi Mungu ama kitabu kinazungumzia Yesu Kristo. Ujumbe wote katika maandiko matakatifu ni Yesu Kristo ambaye ni Masia ambaye tulikuwa tunamtarajia na amekuja kukamilisha kazi ya Mwenyezi Mungu and since it is true then it has some meaning or some application some ways that we apply it in our lives even today na kwa hivyo neno la Mwenyezi Mungu ni la ukweli na kwa hivyo katika matumizi katika maisha yetu ya kila siku lazima yahusike kwa sababu hilo ni neno la ukweli na hawezi ondoka mbele ya ukweli now we can ignore that to our own destruction Kumbuka kwamba ukipuuza neno la Mwenyezi Mungu unajiangamiza wewe mwenyewe. But our opinion of the Bible uh, or our uh, lack of listening to it and applying it in our lives does not change the fact that the Bible is God's instruction to us. Wewe kukosa kusikiza neno la Mwenyezi Mungu, kupuuza neno la Mwenyezi Mungu na kutoamini neno la Mwenyezi Mungu halina maana yoyote kwa sababu neno la Mwenyezi Mungu litadumu milele na umilele na ni ukweli ambao unadhihirishwa. Let's all stand and pray. Our heavenly Father, we give thanks to you Lord for this day that we can gather together. Uh, we can sing songs of your praise. We can learn uh, truths from you directly from your word God and we just give thanks to that even more so we can come to you in prayer and you listen to us what a wonderful gift that you've given us in all of these things it is by your grace because we don't deserve any of it all we deserve is judgment and wrath and condemnation And yet you're patient with us, you're long-suffering with us. You communicate to us through your word, you allow us to communicate to you through prayer. And so it is all by your grace because we deserve none of that. And so we just humbly come before you giving thanks. We thank you Lord for each of these children that you've placed in our care. Uh, we we ask that you be with us the administrators the teachers as we seek to bring glory to your name in the way that we teach and lead and guide these students and lord we uh, pray for these students that you would open their hearts to your truth that you would penetrate their hearts with with your truth that you would change their lives with your truth and most of all that you would give them uh, new hearts hearts of flesh that they Uh, can uh, come to you by faith lord and we ask all of this in jesus name amen, amen. Bye.
much. Have a great day.